0: The Dallas Stars were victorious yet again on Thursday night with a 5-0 to win over the Anaheim Ducks. And on today's episode, we'll go inside the Stars locker room and hear about this game from the perspective of Joe Pavelski, Jake Ottinger, and the man of the month, the man of the hour, Jason Robertson, continuing his hot streak. We'll talk to them and Coach Pete DeBoer on today's episode of Locked on Stars.
1: Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars part of the Lockdown Podcast Network Your Team Every Day. I'm your host Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Friday, December 2nd, and today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. I want to thank you for stopping by today's episode, for making us your first listen of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button, and if you're listening on audio only, be sure to give us a follow on your favorite podcasting platform as well, and tag us in your Spotify Wrapped if we happen to crack the top five of your podcasts listened to in the year 2022. Thank you guys for continuing to support the show all throughout this year and this hockey season. Now let's talk about last night's game, and what a fun one that it was. Maybe one of the most entertaining as far as just watching the Stars' talent on full display. Not necessarily a nail-biter, not super intense for the majority of the contest, but a very fun game, and a game that I'm glad happened at home, uh, because the crowd was really into it, and the crowd was having a ton of fun watching seemingly history uh, unfold before our very eyes. I mean, this game had the fingerprints of the Stars' 2017 draft class all over it. Let's go one by one. And, of course, you have to start uh, with the Human Torch, the man who has been on fire for seemingly forever at this point, he, Jason Robertson. He scores his 20th, 21st, and 22nd goal in this game. Still the league leader in goals. Uh, Connor McDavid coming in at second at 19. McDavid leading the way in points. But Jason Robertson continuing to lead the way in goals. 22 goals in twenty. 20- Four games it is absolutely ridiculous. It is insanity what this kid is doing, continuing to do. He was awarded the first star of the month in the NHL for November, and it looks like he is coming back for that award in the month of December and showing no signs of slowing down. And it wasn't even just the goal scoring in last night's game. I mean, his full talent was on display. There were several really good zone entries that he made, some really good passes that he made, teammates to set them up. I mean, his hockey IQ is just Off the charts, it's unbelievable how talented he is, not just from a goal-scoring standpoint, which he is very good at that, but, I mean, just the little things that he does well and the chemistry that he has with Joe Pavelski and with Rope Hintz. I mean, this is an incredibly fun trio to watch together and if you're Joe Pavelski you have to maybe even be thinking now about potentially coming back next season uh, to run it back maybe one more time with Rope and Robo just because of the undeniable chemistry that that line has and Pete DeBoer talked about it a little bit after the game that I mean everything they do for checking the the shots on goal, even on the defensive end. They just do everything cohesively. It looks really smooth, and it looks really good out there on the ice. Now, let's take a minute now, go inside the Dallas Stars locker room, and hear from the man himself, Jason Robertson, about his performance. And we'll also hear from his linemate, Joe Pavelski, on what he saw from number 21 last night.
2: I'm just getting in a position to shoot the puck. And, uh, I mean, just got to get it past the first guy and um, get on that playing hockey and Picking my head up and seeing what's available. Um, just got to get it through the first guy. And, um, you know, it's credit to, you know, the guys who you won't see on the score sheet, the person who's screening the goalie. Um, so, um, you know, what happened without them and it's, it's honestly one of the biggest team uh, things to do is get in front of goalies and uh, in front of those shots. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of our uh, better games uh, as a line. We were and uh, you know, as a team too, you know, everyone, everyone was going out there doing their job, but. You know, as a line, I think we uh, you know, got back to our um, some rush plays and making plays and getting on the forecheck. We lost that a couple of games, but um, it's good, and um, it's good to feel like that uh, going in home homestand. Just going out to play hockey, you know, honestly, it's, it's nice you can do it in front of your home fans because, you know, they get excited, and, um, you know, they're the ones coming out and watching, and they can, uh, you know, get that excitement, that
3: emotion. It's great for them. It's great for your fans. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been tremendous haven't been a, really a part of anything like that. Um, give him a lot of credit. He's a great player. Um, but that being said, he's we go out there as a line, you know, expecting to try to make a difference each night. And um, He's led the way in that charge, and you can yeah. see him. You how focused he is. And, um, you know, he's so it's, it's, it's a fun player to play with. You know, the next play that, you know, he's always around the puck. He's always there. Um, he's reading the play. He's reading off us really well. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's always in a position where he seems like he should get the puck. In the last couple of years, it's been building, um, you know, and then he's scoring goals that, in a lot of different ways, you know, he's taking it to the net, he's getting rebounds, he's, you know, just, he's got that knack from scoring from distance and finding the lane and putting the puck in good areas, and it's, it's going in on top of it, so, yeah, it's, it's been impressive.
0: Talking to Robertson on this point streak has just been so odd because, I mean, you eventually you just feel like you're going to run out of questions and he doesn't necessarily like to talk about himself uh, a ton, but thankfully Joe Pavelski does like to talk about his teammates and uh, had no, no bad things to say about Jason Robertson. Really, no one does unless you are his opponent. But not to be left out of the fun from the 2017 draft class party that the Stars hosted on Thursday, Jake Ottinger. Also a phenomenal game, maybe one of his best of the season. Posting his second shutout of the season, 31 saves. Uh, no small feet, no small number of shots there. The Ducks definitely got their looks in this game, especially early. The Stars went on the penalty kill what less than two minutes into the matchup, and Jake was dialed in, ready to go from the start, which was huge because we didn't really know how he would feel going into this game. He was a scratch, not necessarily a scratch Monday night. He still did back up Scott Wedgwood, but he was sick, not feeling well, not 100%. He obviously had plenty of time to rest and recover and get better, but there was still kind of the question of, would he be ready? to go would any would there be any lingering effects of monday sickness and the question the answer really seemed to be a resounding no he was very very good he was very sharp uh, and a lot of praise around the locker room and from his coach as well after the game great to see jake Ottinger starting to look more like himself uh, really it feels ever since he came back from that injury he suffered against that, in that game against the rangers he's been a little bit up and down and so maybe this game finally uh, gets him back on track to the Jake Ottinger that we know and that he knows he can be. Now, let's hear from Jake himself, and we'll also, again, hear from Joe Pavelski and Jason Robertson from what they saw from him tonight. It's kind of nice
2: to get some shots early. Like, for me, it always sucks, you know, when we're dominating play, and they're just don't get a lot of shots. So, for me, to be able to get some shots early just kind of felt like I was back into the game, and obviously, you know, I didn't know how I was going to feel, like, just based off last so to... guys job have to do it too much.
0: It nice. How does it affect your confidence when Jake does what he did tonight, 31 saves? Yeah,
3: I don't think he's... You know, he had a shutout tonight, and guys were good in front of him, but early on, you know, Kills makes a couple huge saves on the PK. Early, the penalty kill was was big for us off the start. Um, and allowed us to get going and gave us that little bit of momentum early. Yeah,
2: also, I mean, you know, he had that... Uh, stomach bug or whatever, so he comes back, and, you know, he, he when, we, when we needed him, he was there, and, uh, you know, it's uh, another great performance for him.
0: And, of course, you can't talk about the great night that was on Thursday at the AAC with the 2017 draft class. you got to talk about Miro Haskinen, who quietly had a three-assist night. He now has 19 points on the year, which is 11th in the NHL for defensemen in only 21 games played so Miro very close to being a point per game player starting to heat up a little bit on his own I mean obviously we know that the offensive expectations have been pushed a little bit this season for him with the absence of John Klingberg and whenever he's been healthy and whenever he's been on the ice he has 100% answered the call and last night's game was no different. he is such a crucial Pete Peace for this team on all 200 feet of the ice he has the offense he has the passing the vision the ability to enter the zone with ease but he can also make some fantastic plays on the defensive end and we didn't get to talk to Miro after the game but we did ask Pete DeBoer a little bit about his style of play and his impact on this team so let's hear from Pete DeBoer on his thoughts on Miro Heiskanen
1: you know I, I think uh, I, I liked I liked our D tonight I liked our breakouts I liked uh, them all, the, the whole group of them coming through the neutral zone, I thought they jumped into that, uh, that ice quite a bit, supported our rush. And, uh, you know, Miro's as good as there is if he's got room to find those holes and if we can create some room for him to, uh, to get into those spaces. You know, he, he has the ability to create something out of nothing too, but, you know, when you can create a little bit of room for a guy like that, uh, you know, he's, he's special.
0: Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will continue to discuss this 5-0 Stars win. We'll hear a little bit more from Pete DeBoer and some of his thoughts on the rookie, Wyatt Johnston, and also get a little bit of insight on the game misconduct and the, the penalties that were handed out, especially the ones to Mason Marchment on Thursday's game. More on that after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those as well on BetOnline's website. They're always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting fix. You want to bet on the World Cup, NFL, NFL, NBA, NHL, you can do it all at BetOnline.net. Of course, we're all, uh, at least my American audience, cheering for Team USA as they take on uh, the Netherlands this weekend and hoping that they can move on in the World Cup. You want to bet on that or any other sports this weekend, you can head to BetOnline's website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Moving on on this Friday episode of Locked on Stars, thank you again for making us your first Listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as we continue to talk about last night's big win for the Stars. And this was a great win all around because not only did the Stars get two points, but they also did it very convincingly, which is something that we talked about on yesterday's episode, something that they really needed to do. They really needed to win this game convincingly, get those two points, do it seemingly with ease, uh, because, I mean, at the end of the day, in in the NHL, you expect the good and great teams to dominate and beat down on the bad teams. And, I mean, there are moments that you kind of feel bad for the Ducks last night. I know that they're not having uh, the season that many of their fans would like to be seeing, but... You know, at this point, I feel like they're kind of in deep and and maybe they'll be rewarded with a top three, if not the number one overall draft pick. But the stars played a really clean game outside of a few small mistakes, but kept their foot on the pedal on offense. And a big part of that was Wyatt Johnston and Joel Kiviranta. Kiviranta Also getting a goal in this game. Nice to see him getting back on the score sheet. Unfortunately, uh, didn't talk to him after the game and he didn't really come up in the discussion after the game. A little bit buried under the talk of Robertson, Ottinger, Haskinen and Wyatt Johnston. Uh, He, he, is sneakily starting to become one of the best rookies in the league this season. He scored a goal the last one of the game for the Stars. An absolute beauty, just a goal scorer's goal, uh, which is really starting to be the trend with Wyatt Johnston this season. He now has seven on the campaign, which is third amongst NHL rookies. Only Uh, Maddie Beneers and Shane Pinto from Ottawa have more. They both have nine goals. But Wyatt Johnston slowly but surely starting to catch up to those guys in the goal counter and I mean this may seem like a little bit of an overreaction but he is starting to heat up and play very well and if he continues to trend upward and play with this level of consistency I think there's no reason uh, why Wyatt Johnston should not be in the at least the discussion for the Calder Trophy I know that there's a lot of really talented rookies this season uh, and a lot of bigger names out there than Wyatt Johnston uh, like the aforementioned Maddie Benier is one of the biggest names in this rookie class but I mean, Wyatt Johnston uh, continuing to carry over his explosive offensive game from the Windsor Spitfires, where he absolutely lit the OHL on fire last season, and he's starting to finally get a little bit more comfortable and get a little bit more of a feel for the NHL game, and his coach, Pete DeBoer, uh, mentioned that in his postgame press conference. I asked him his thoughts on Wyatt's goal and what his overall thoughts on Wyatt have been uh, this season, and he had a lot of really good things to say, so let's hear that right now. What do you think of wide school tonight? What have yeah. been? What, what have you seen from him over the last few games? Because yeah. he's really
1: starting to heat up. Yeah, he's starting to heat up. Just getting more comfortable. Um, you know, I uh, what's he scored three in a row or three in the last four? I think so. Um, you know, and and every every night he looks more confident. He's making more plays. Um, you know, I think he's starting to realize that uh, that. Not only is he he can he play in this league, but he he can be a very good player every night in this league and and i can't you can't underestimate how important those guys those two guys are around him um you know they're talking all the time on the bench Jamie Benz grab both those guys they they discuss situations constantly um so i mean to to be able to come into the league and have a guy like that ride shotgun with you uh i think is uh is a great luxury for us and for him.
0: The crazy thing about Wyatt Johnson is he's doing what he's doing at age 19, not even 20 years old yet, still on his entry level deal and was only drafted back in 2021. So we're seeing some pretty special stuff from this kid uh, and hopefully he can be a staple of this team and of this franchise for years to come uh, because I think he could go down as one of the better scorers of this upcoming decade, if not longer for this team, if he continues to grow and develop the way that he has been so far this season. And the last thing I want to talk about in this segment, and then we'll cut back to another quick break. There was a little bit of discussion after the game with Coach DeBoer about the instigating and the misconduct penalties. I feel like there's just been a little bit more of those given out, especially in games that involve the Stars. And I just wanted to go ahead and share some of that audio of what Pete had to say here uh, just to give you an NHL coach's perspective on things I know in the moments fans Uh, you know feel certain ways they either feel that those calls shouldn't be made and that fights are just a part of hockey Um, but then there's also you know the side of what the coaches and the referees discuss the players have to discuss so just wanted to share that audio from Pete DeBoer to give you guys a little bit of insight of how he approaches the situation and his overall thoughts on it and I think I share a lot of his thoughts but I'll talk about that in a second let's hear one more time from coach Pete DeBoer.
1: Well, you know, I, I think uh, I had no problem with us deserving an extra penalty there, um, you know, and and I have no problem with the penalty. I mean, uh, you know, someone someone took a run at, at Wyatt, and you know, our, our group uh, has stuck up for each other in those situations all year, and it's been someone different every time, you know. One one night it was Hack doing it; it was Mush; it was Jamie Ben. So, you know, that that team toughness element's good. You know, as far as the instigator stuff, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that's that been around forever. Uh There's good penalties and bad penalties. That's a good penalty for us to take tonight.
0: I, I wholeheartedly agree with what Coach DeBoer had to say about it being a good penalty. I, I don't think it was necessarily a dirty and or illegal hit on Wyatt Johnston. But, I mean, Wyatt Johnston, like we just said, 19 years old, the rookie on the team. In that moment, that is Mason Marchment sending a message to both You know, the Anaheim Ducks and also Wyatt Johnston. And this team has, for the most part, really stuck up for each other this season. We've seen Jamie Benn drop the glove a few times. I mean, DeBoer touched on this. It's been several different guys dropping the gloves and getting in fights in order to defend their teammates, and Mason Marchment just happens to be the latest to do so. Uh, and it, I mean, it is, I guess, a good penalty to take. You, of course, hate to see situations like that and, and to see the additional penalty. But DeBoer didn't seem to be too bothered by it. Uh, and at the end of the day, if that's how he feels, and I imagine that locker room uh, probably already had a decent amount of respect for Mason Marchment, but it probably increased uh, after what he did last night, stepping up for his teammate and and it didn't really affect the game too much outside of Marchment not getting as much play time as he probably would so hopefully we don't see too many more instigating penalties or game misconducts against the Stars um, but still really good to see guys sticking up for Wyatt Johnston we've seen guys stick up for Ty DeLandria and a few other players on the team as well well we're going to take one more quick break but when we come back we will take a brief look ahead to this weekend Stars taking on the Minnesota Wild for the first time this season on Sunday. More on that after one more quick break. All right, we're closing out this week at Locked on Stars. Looking ahead to Sunday afternoon, the Dallas Stars playing again at home on Sunday against the Minnesota Wild, the last team in the Central Division that they have not played this season, their first meeting of this 22-23 season campaign. What a a sports Sunday we have coming up in Dallas. You got the Stars at two o'clock in the afternoon, and then the Dallas Cowboys don't play until Sunday night at home. So if you're a fan of both teams, you can get your fill. You can watch both games in their entirety, uh, and hopefully we will see both teams come away with the win. Now let's talk a little bit about this wild team, the scouting report. They are fourth in the Central Division at the time of recording this on Late Thursday night, early Friday morning, they are 11, 9, and 2, 24 points, again, fourth in the Central Division. Winners of their last two games, uh, and they do actually play at home on Saturday against the Anaheim Ducks. They'll play Saturday afternoon and then get on a plane and head to Dallas after that for the second game. Of a back to back. And of course, with the Minnesota Wild, uh, not too much change on their roster this offseason. They retain a lot of their players and especially a lot of their big name threatening players you have Kirill Kaprizov who is doing Kirill Kaprizov things 14 goals 16 assists on the season former Dallas star Matt Zuccarello with eight goals and 14 assists and Joel Erickson X seven goals 12 assists for 19 points on the year those the top three players and points for the wild so far through this young or relatively young season and you also have the goalie situation, which is something that I've been harping on since the preseason and the off-season. That it was going to be intriguing, and it really has been just that. You have future Hall of Famer Mark Andre Fleury, who is eight five one so far on the year with a two nine two goals against average and an eight nine eight save percentage, and Philip Gustafson, three four one with a two six two. Goals against average and a 9-1-4 save percentage. Gustafson still relatively young and still kind of getting his feet under him. So marc Andre Fleury been carrying most of the load as far as starting. He did start in their last game. They played yesterday against the Edmonton Oilers, and I have to to imagine the way they're going to divide things up this weekend. I just have a hunch, and if I were in charge of the Wild, this is how I would do it. Gustafson gets the start at home against the Anaheim Ducks because that is a team that the Wild should beat, and they're playing in a more friendly environment, and then you trot out, again, the future Hall of Famer Mark Andre Fleury on Sunday afternoon against the Dallas Stars. For all I know, now that I've said that, it's going to be the exact opposite. We don't really know what we're going to see in Nets for the Wild, so keep an eye out on social media or watching the game for who the Wilds start on Saturday, and then you'll probably get a pretty good idea of who we'll see for them on Sunday afternoon. And then you take a look at the Wild, kind of by the numbers, their offensive and defensive stats. They're 24th in the NHL in goals for 66. To put that into perspective, the Dallas Stars are now first at the time of recording this. In the NHL and goals for at 93. The Minnesota Wild are ninth in power play percentage at 25%. Dallas is third at 30%. The Wild are also ninth in the penalty kill percentage-wise, 81.7% on the PK, while Dallas is second in that regard at 83.9%. And the Minnesota Wild are 25th in the National Hockey League in times shorthanded, only 71 times shorthanded for the Wild this season. So they are a pretty disciplined team that can also score in bunches. So while they got off to a little bit of a slow start this season, they're finally kind of starting to build some momentum and catch their footing and really starting to hit their stride uh, as a team after a pretty slow start, which was pretty common across the Central Division for pretty much every team that wasn't the Stars or the Jets. I mean, teams like Colorado kind of got off to a slow start. They're doing well now. St. Louis off to a really bad start. They're doing well now. The Minnesota Wild also in that same boat. So this is not a team to take lightly, even though their record might not look that great and even though they're not top three in the Central Division. I mean, Stars fans know good and well that every time these teams get together, there is no love lost. It's always intense. It's always very physical. Normally a high-scoring affair. Jason Robertson got a hat trick against them in Minnesota last season. And you just, you know, always with this matchup, you look forward to the Robertson versus Kaprizov, something that NHL fans and stars and wild fans look forward to every time these teams get together. And this time it's bound to be better than ever with both teams, with both guys playing at a high level. I feel like in the offseason, if you polled NHL fans and you said, who's better, Kaprizov or Robertson? I feel like a lot of people probably would have leaned Kaprizov because he did win the Calder over Robo and had a better you know, year points wise last season. But now I feel like it's a difficult question to answer. Unless you're a fan of each respective team, you obviously know what your answer is. But just in general, I mean, both these guys playing at a very high level and guys that are kind of in, you know, not even kind of, they're in their primes right now uh, and are soon to be the face of the NHL once guys like Ovechkin and Crosby officially make their way out of the NHL, but the stars can very much win this game. This is a very crucial and important game as all division matchups are, but especially with a team like the wild that are playoff contenders and very well could find themselves in the playoff bracket at the end of the season, but they will be coming off of a game played the day before at home after a long trip to Dallas. So that's something that hopefully the stars can exploit, take advantage of. You got to pounce early, bring the physicality and the energy energy early and try to take advantage of any fatigue, exhaustion, that they may have uh, and try to get out to an early lead like you have many times this season because typically when the stars score first things end pretty well for them uh, and hopefully that will be the case on Sunday should be a fun game always very fun and entertaining to watch when the stars and the wild get together and hopefully Sunday will give us another entertaining installment but I'm going to go ahead and predict a Jamie Ben goal to get things started for the Stars on Sunday. Although Jason Robertson also might not be the worst guest in the world, but I'm going to try to keep it a little bit different and stick with number 14, Jamie Benn, for the first Stars goal on Sunday's game. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen you can also find us on social media at LockedOnStars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And we'll be back here on Monday. We'll talk a little bit about this game against the Wild and take a little bit of a sneak peek of the week ahead. Stars still have their next four games at home, which is great for them Uh, a great opportunity to rack up some more points and maybe distance themselves a little bit in the central division but i hope you guys have a great weekend enjoy the stars game if you're going on sunday and just enjoy the the nice cornucopia of sports that we have world cup nfl college football nba nhl a lot of good stuff on tap this weekend hope you guys enjoy it and we'll see you back here on monday